0: So, um, welcome everybody to um, this is our eighth uh, in a series of uh, webinars that we've been uh, doing over the, the last few weeks, and um, uh, we've we've been doing some digital drop-ins to cover kind of general topics around uh, marketing in strange times. And um, this is the uh, the second of um, the webinars that we're doing focused on a particular vertical, and uh, this time we wanted to focus on financial services. Um, On the call with me at the moment is uh, Becca. Do you want to introduce yourself, Becca?
1: Hello, I am a head of strategic planning at MediaWorks, which means that I focus a lot on kind of insight, strategy, um, and, yeah, I'm sure Paul will talk about our kind of FS creds as well
0: yeah and uh we're, we're waiting for a couple of colleagues we had to leap off a uh another zoom call uh, <laughs> you thought you'd end up with a big pitch on a friday afternoon but um there you go so uh, we're 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 jumping around zoom calls at the moment so if the other guys uh jump on i, I will introduce them um i think uh j- just to kind of set a bit of context um We've uh, had a lot of um, history working with financial services brands uh, over the years, people like Yorkshire Building Society, Newcastle Building Society, First Direct, Step Change, uh, Bupa, um, to name but a few. And um, the the guys in our, our, our recently uh, started Lee's office um, at the end of 2019 uh, were were walking out of awards ceremonies with a clutch of awards for work on Co-op Bank and um, and work with uh, Westfield Health as well. So um, we 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 come with some uh, some good financial services knowledge. Um, and I think even though we're in the middle of uh, strange times, it's been, it's been interesting this week to see Nationwide Building Society um, reinvigorating their campaign. Um, I think it's one of those campaigns that's a bit Marmite. Um, I've always quite liked it, and I think it does uh, brand uh, wonders. And certainly when we were looking at how it was impacting on their net promoter score, it was, uh, it was, it was really uh, achieving brilliant things for them. Um, we'd normally get a special guest <coughs> onto one of these sessions, um, our current financial services clients are unsurprisingly super busy and and it 's been quite interesting how they 've had to uh, change their focus um, from maybe some uh, some projects that we 're going to work on to to things that are about um, you know addressing the kind of changing uh, customer needs that they 've experienced um, so but so what we what we've done instead um is to kind of really do the kind of thing that we would do if we were going in to see those uh, people next week and say okay here's here's five things that we think are really important that's going on in the world um of our of our customers of um in the world of financial services and um and really, we just kind of wanted to to go through these, but hopefully um to provoke some uh, questions uh, from you guys, if you do have a question on on zoom there's a really convenient little bubble. If you go to the bottom of your screen it says Q&A. If you type in any questions into there um, we'll pick them up and and hopefully deal with them as we go through. Um, One of my other colleagues has just joined um, so uh, Andy do you want
2: to just introduce yourself? (laughs) Yeah hello everybody Uh, I'm Andy uh, Blankensop I'm the creative director here at MediaWorks. Hope you're all well. Okay, brilliant. Right, so um,
0: so what so what we're going to do is then um, just go kind of through each of these um, uh, each of these trends and then have a, have a bit of a chat around them. But it would be very welcome for any of the attendees to 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 throw in your questions. Um, mm-hmm. Feel free to throw in some left field ones, um, and we'll we'll see how, how we do in answering answering them. So mm-hmm. I'll just hand over to Becca to talk through mm-hmm. uh, the first of these. Yep.
1: Well, I'm going to go through some kind of insights and also a couple of examples of um, you know brands that have been doing campaigns um, that we've kind of found really interesting in FS at the moment. Um, So we can have a bit of a wider discussion about it. But starting to kick off, um, I think one of the biggest, obviously, macro trends at the moment is really what is the impact of COVID-19 going to be on the economy? Um, I think everything we're seeing at the moment is obviously not great. Likely that we'll be going into recession. You know, Global Web Index has some great insight, and across all different age groups in the UK, people are saying it's either going to have a dramatic or a big impact on the economy. You know, it's predicted that unemployment is going to double. Um, and all of that means for financial services brands is that customers are going to be needing a lot, lot more support in kind of short-term and long-term as well. So I think really there are some kind of things you can do in terms of, you know, make sure that um, your UX optimized across your website and apps to make sure that it's an easy journey for consumers getting to the information they need. It might be that you start looking at different journeys and how you can encourage customers to self-serve content. Because um, we know that, you know, human resource is probably going to be quite limited and that might need to be saved to someone's more kind of complex or urgent queries. Um, but I think what's really interesting as well is it's likely that we're going to see a bit of a less of kind of face-to-face human interaction um, with customer services as well. So it might be that, you know, you really need to focus on the kind of tone and visual brand language of your content and messaging to make sure that you can still get that warmth and support across to customers in really scary and stressful times when you're doing that through digital Um, uh, so i think it's going to be very very interesting i don't know what your guys thoughts are on this
0: and i think um i i I think that some of the other things that we've seen um as, as a result of um you know there has there has been some dramatic shifts in Um, uh, customers and consumers behaviors um, in terms of how they're using different channels Uh, one of the things that we've seen is that email open rates have gone right up because people Mm -hmm. have got more time uh, to be reading things and and are are happy for that longer form content and i think that thinking about um i I think uh yeah it's right what you're saying becca about ux and you know being being Mm -hmm. super helpful within within kind of mobile apps and uh, you know d- desktop transactions and those kind of things but i think that the role of, um, of, of of more communication like you say to build warmth and to and to take yes. the time to explain things to people
2: and yeah, email yeah. could be a really good channel for that yeah Andy,
0: completely. What
2: do you think yeah i think it well becky too, in terms of self-serve you know as a huge yeah. financial services we being spent putting a lot of effort in, um to, to self-serve serve certain journeys and make sure that we're putting all kind of more you know our staff on on bigger kind of things that we should be supporting customers on and i think that you know we've all been trying to do that and we're looking at a younger demographic who are looking to engage on digital channels and you know they are a bit more digital savvy but in current current climate we'll probably migrate an audience to digital channels yeah. now that maybe we wouldn't have we wouldn't have been looking to do previously you know mm. so i think it's about making the digital experience um as easy to navigate as possible and and yeah. you talked about warmth and guidance and help and support yeah. and i think we've got an audience here who we're asking to engage through digital channels. So just making sure we're assisting them and, and we're helping them. We're giving them as much clarity and advice and help yeah. around those digital channels because, you know, as you said before, it's a stressful time. It's yeah. not up to it. So I think, you know, self-service always been there, but we're directing an audience that naturally... Yeah shifted there as, as immediately as
1: before. yeah completely and i think one of the, one of the things i was um also thinking about as well is that um i think you know we can't underestimate how much of an overwhelming time this is for people and you know more than ever you know FS brands and need to be communicating in a really kind of simple and transparent way and I think sometimes that is um, difficult when you kind of work in that all the time and you don't really step out of that as a kind of brand or a brand manager so I think one of the other things that we'd really recommend as well at the moment is things like dipstick testing you know testing messaging doesn't have to be this really long laborious process we can you know we work with companies like YouGov that can turn things around in like 24 hours so actually if you are going out with comms making sure it's effective and really kind of simple and engaging for audiences
0: right so uh, that's a good scene setter um, <laughs> do you want to hit just... us with the next one Becca
1: yeah um so the next one um so I think um, this is kind of again coming back to all the changes that are happening in society and I think you know Broadly, we're seeing very much a shift in how people are paying. You know, we're seeing big increases in online payments. Uh, We're seeing things like subscription models. Um, We're also seeing, you know, a huge, huge uptake in contactless. The government are recommending that people use contactless payment where possible. Um, I think in March, there was actually a 50% decrease in using cash in the UK. Um, So that can be really, really tricky for businesses that maybe don't historically have that set up. And some of the insight from Global Web Index is actually saying that um, decision makers, so people, those people in the business that are kind of senior and making decisions, want brands to be providing practical advice and content. So that's a really good place that um, FS brands could step in and give advice to companies that maybe don't have contactless set up. They don't understand how do you do a kind of rolling subscription models and take those payments. And um, thinking about contactless as well, all of those are really great opportunities for educational content.
0: Yeah, and I think um for for every restaurant that we've seen jump onto uh d- deliver uh, you know just eats or delivery and then go, oh, hang on a minute, I could be doing this myself. And then realizing that actually where they fell apart on was how to run a delivery network. I think across every step of virtualizing businesses, um, there's a lot of support needed. Um so I think this works for both uh consumers. Um who may be getting into contactless and setting up PayPal accounts for the first mm. time or, 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 or actually gr- grasping their proper online banking instead of just checking their statements, uh, their, their virtual statements, right the way through to supporting businesses mm. with, um, with really practical advice about, um, about, uh, about innovations that they
2: could make. Mm. Yeah, yeah, Paul, I know it's, it's not we're here to talk about FS, but you, you, you kind of give us that, Uh, example of was it l'oreal that would kind of assist in working with small businesses and helping them with things Mm. beyond what they might normally do i don't know if you want to run through that but i think it's really interesting of how you can support small businesses and ways um, in what is a more digital future yeah and in in that example it was uh, l'oreal supporting their um,
0: professional hair salons but actually instead of giving them training on how to use um, hair dye and the latest uh, cutting. trends it was actually about is their website um up to speed could they take online bookings then it was a um a social audit are they using their social channels effectively mm-hmm. do they understand uh, the options that are open to them mm-hmm. and then finally it was looking at their entire uh, customer experience from mm-hmm. booking online to checking into an appointment and all the rest of it and mm-hmm. i think that um we can look at financial services brands as having a really key role in supporting their own customers and that in itself will drive those net
2: promoter scores and, and loyalty. Yeah, because yeah, I think, you know, traditionally, as you said, L'Oreal would have been engaging with their their supply, their kind of people in a, in a much different way, talking about trends and hairstyles. And however, however, now the problems are different. They're not yeah. thinking about that really. They're thinking about way more serious things. And I think that, as you say, the biggest and best will step in in these times and, and support them through if you don't want to start giving advice on things that aren't relevant but you know i think you know if you feel like you have a a place to have a conversation an opinion and give help and support then do that because that's what that's what people are looking at now it's that sentiment it's that relationship you're building and that's what success looks like at the minute i think in these times yeah great
1: definitely um so Moving on to the next point. So this is a really interesting study from Global Web Index, which talks about what is the main cause of stress in the UK? So this is actually a previous report on financial uh, or finance has always been um, a big stress for people. But I think it's interesting to know that, you know, there's been a lot in the press at the moment about how, especially since the lockdown announcement, there really has been an increase in kind of um, uh, things like anxiety, depression, people feeling very, very stressed at the moment. Um, And we know that, you know, people are worried about work, they're worried about their money. So it's really, you know... banks and financial institutions providing things like, you know, mortgage payments and, um, you know, interest free overdrafts. And that's great as a short term solution and helping people get through this kind of very short term period. But actually thinking long term about how can we support people's mental well being? Because um, actually, like I said, money is a, is a huge stressor for people. So it's very much a kind of um, FS place to actually advise on well being to customers around that.
0: And I think, um, you know, some of the work that we've done with different brands over the years, uh, money anxiety has always gone along with money. And, um, you know, that when, when different uh, FS brands were looking for how to evolve their proposition, we'd often talk to them about, well, why don't you consider the, the, the helpful, the well-being side of money? And that could go from managing your money better mm-hmm. to actually uh, taking the stress of managing money away from people. And I think uh, Becky, you've just got an example of. uh,
1: Yeah, so yeah, I was going to say this is a campaign that we really like and I was kind of doing some um, research into this and their insight that really kind of spawned this campaign was that you want to tell first... us what
0: the campaign is Becca because oh. it's going to go on the podcast later and oh yeah sorry it is um, paint a picture
1: yeah first direct money wellness which is all about the money wellness revolution um, and that was really born from the insight that when they did research they actually found that more people think that money contributes to good wellness than diet or exercise so you know historically we always see people talking about that but actually it's really things like money that are going to make you feel well so really really good campaign they've used really good selection of models throughout it really kind of impactful and i think especially the out of home that i've seen as well has been really great and been very well received as well
0: and i think yeah i think it's one of those campaigns that might polarize people again because um Mm -hmm. i think but but I, I you know I know I know Barclay's have done some stuff in this area as well, but but kind of I do think the first directors of brand um, pro- probably felt that they could do this ahead of the rest of the pack and being mm-hmm. kind of first out of the blocks on this one to 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 really start speaking about money wellness i mean it, uh, unfortunately, I think the timing of this it, it kind of went just before uh, lockdown yeah. but i it, it'll be interesting to see how how this plays mm-hmm. out, but in terms of a uh, of a message um to, that's really in tune with um you know the kind of consumer zeitgeist i think this is mm. uh, this is really interesting yeah definitely
1: okay any oh, i was going to say
2: Andy, any thoughts on this one yeah no i think it it, it, it it's really interesting I, 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 obviously I've, I've seen the work that you guys have done that i mean paul talking the idea day about the campaign that nationwide they're doing which i think is an education to to a younger demographic on that and i think that's came at a really good time because yeah. you know it People are, are are really, really nervous and, and worried at the minute, and I think that idea of you know educating the younger demographic, yeah. you know, bringing people closer to a brand to get that longer lifetime value and, and doing that yeah. early adopters,
1: uh, yeah, up, completely.
2: Place to start, and I think that you know family life is a, a, it was another one of those on the top before in terms of what is worrying and causing stress. So the whole thing ties together, and, and I think it's a a time where to, to kind of embrace it help people support people and then look, even look, looking to engage with the the younger demographic is, is really, really powerful
0: yeah
1: definitely <laughs> well, let's move on to our next point um so I think one of the things that I guess we've been talking a lot about um, at the moment is what is going to change and how much is going to change. And I know that there's been a lot of interest. to talk about it. You look at people like Mark Ritson and he's saying, oh, no, nothing's going to change. And we're going to have about two weeks of everyone thinks the whole world's going to change. But actually, we'll just go back to exactly how we are. Um, And, uh, you know, there's some other people that are talking about how everything, absolutely everything's going to change. I think one of the things we've been talking about, I think Paul mentioned it the other day, was actually that it feels like it could be a bit of a trigger for change. So things that have kind of been bubbling in the background at the moment, this is the kind of thing that will propel it forward and really change. I think one of the things historically that we've seen in FS that has always been a bit of a sticking point for consumers is insurance. Um, I think, uh, you know, what we've seen is a lot of people think that, you know, there's no flexibility within it. They don't really understand all of it. They're very much used to especially younger consumers living their life through models like Netflix or Spotify or Beauty Box where, you know, if you've got a subscription, you just pick it up, you cancel it. There's no fee change. Um, You know, things like that. And actually, it's starting to turn around and go, right, well, this is how I pay for my Netflix. Why shouldn't I be able to apply this to the insurance that I'm buying? Um, So I think we're seeing that be a bit of a trade, um, a trend that might kind of propel forward at the moment. I think it's an interesting one for um, insurance companies at the moment, because especially things like holiday insurance, actually, Global Web Index Insights say that could be one of the biggest things that encourages people to get back on board with booking holidays again. So actually holiday insurance could be really powerful, um, especially if you've got something new to offer to people.
0: Yeah, and I think um, uh, insurance is, is an interesting one. And for how many meetings in the last um, you know, 18 months I've been sat in and someone's talked about Lemonade, and, um, you know, and uh, as, a, as, a, as a case study for good practice in everything, let alone mm. financial services. Yeah. Um, and and who, who'd, who'd have thought that, um, you know, someone could make insurance sexy? Um, but I think, um, you know, I, it, it's been really interesting over the last couple of weeks. Um, there's been a lot of things that have been trending up. Um, so although we know that holiday bookings are down, for mm. example, the pet market and pet supplies has mm. gone right up. So you know, you, you would not believe the the, the volumes of, of stuff around pets that are going on, and um, and then you've got and, and so within pet insurance you've got people like Waggle coming along, mm. and uh, Waggle it's suddenly really easy pickings because they have a completely self-contained app, digital first, um, you know consumer experience at the heart of it proposition Mm -hmm. for people and in the midst of all of this they've said okay we've got a big trend pets are up um people might be thinking more about them so let's reappraise and let's do a a quite a big campaign around Mm -hmm. our our pet insurance offering and it's kind of back to the first point about being about being super helpful but all waggle really needed to do at this point in time was to say this point of digital first all managed on an app it's Mm -hmm. like netflix but for your pet yeah. Really flexible ideas around how they do their payment. It's more like mm. a subscription, and and suddenly you've got the hallmarks of a of a, a, a very modern um, proposition, um, yeah. but for quite a traditional market. But but really tapping into the zeitgeist as well. Yeah,
1: completely. And I think, um, I think, like you say, it's about those kind of modern approaches. Um, I'll just use an example. I will not mention which bank, but I'm currently remortgaging at the moment. And trying to do that from home when you can't get to a scanner or a printer is an absolute nightmare. So I think, you know, it, it's situations like this that do make you reappraise that whole experience for a consumer, actually go, what bits do we need? What bits can we make easy?
0: Well, and, and really interesting, the same data that we learned about the the peaking Pets um, there was a peak obviously two weeks ago of printers mm. and scanners
2: because yeah, everybody exactly.
0: got home and then everybody sold out of printers and scanners yeah. and then you're trying to navigate a world where everybody needs documentary proof yeah. and and you know there must be a lot of people sat there going i wish we'd sorted out our digital
2: id system
1: yeah that, yeah completely
2: yeah i think i think for me there's kind of two things on that back. the first thing is like this idea of you know nothing's going to change it's all going to be fine it's just a little bit Crazy, a a crazy statement to make, in my opinion, in terms of, you know, at the minute, what consumers have been dealing with is the the now and how this is affecting people now and coming to terms with life as it is. And I feel like in terms of the way the economy is going to kind of respond to this, we haven't felt that yet. And so our behavioural shift and how we are going to feel about finance and money and huge investments Mm. is yet to come, if that makes sense eventually that is going to hit us now we feel so that's going to that's going to change how people think I think is the first thing and how they feel and respond but then also you touched on it before in terms of then what's going to make people engage with you as a brand what's going to become important to people in a state of when they feel that kind of worry or kind of or they're looking for support and there's things there around cancellation policies things are going to mean more to people you know and mm. you know, pull that global web index stuff you shared with us early in the week in terms of you know what things are we really enjoying now in terms of flexibility around cancellations mm. uh, longer term security returns all of that is going to be a lasting impression on what's important to consumers i think and it's a, a time to, to listen and learn from consumer behavior now as well i think yeah, yeah definitely. But i think that, that kind of brings us very neatly onto our last point and uh,
0: this is a bit of a a, a funny one because um let, let, let's not forget that before um, uh, the coronavirus uh, emerged in China, we'd, we'd just gone through the whole Brexit turmoil. We were in the middle of a uh, climate crisis. And, um, and actually, it, it's going to be interesting to see um, how these other, other, other elements and things that mm-hmm. people are passionate about do come back onto the radar.
1: Yeah, so Global Web Index have got quite a bit on this in terms of, you know, what is important to people. And I hate using the word CSR, because I know that always seems really boring to people, CSR policy. Um, but they've got quite a lot of insight about what what consumers think um, brands need to be doing. And actually, inter- interestingly, um, financial does come up in the top industries that consumers think need better CSR, CSR policies, um, and really uh, top of that list is that what can make them really lose um, lose trust in a brand and move away from a brand is poor environmental track record. Um, things like unsustainable packaging, irresponsible sourcing of materials, poor human um, rights track record. So I think, like Paul said, all very relevant in terms of kind of, um, kind of green creds at the moment.
0: And do you want to just talk about the example, Becca? Just for... Yeah,
1: of course. So one of um, the brands that we've been looking at is a brand, it's a, I think it's Swedish fintech startup called Um They've got a really, really interesting approach. So all of, um, their whole brand is based in It's really about kind of climate action and doing good for the world. And I think one of the things that's really interesting about this is actually they correspond all of your spending to um, the carbon impact of it. So if you have a haircut or you buy something at a pharmacy or if you book flights, it will actually tell you how much carbon you're using. And within their app as well, they actually have carbon limits. So, you know, historically, you might have a spending limit that says, oh, getting near that at that end of the month time. Actually, this app will tell you right you set your carbon limit at this and actually you're very much near to it um, and mastercard have invested in it as well so it might seem like quite a niche product at the moment but actually you can see those really big players and um, can see a lot in it
0: yeah and i think it, i think it's really interesting and again regardless of where you sit on the uh, political spectrum uh, there were some there were some really interesting conversations this week about uh amongst some of the uh, bigger european countries about um, perhaps coming out of the 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 current lockdown as a kind of in a, in a kind of green way, so that we're we 're actually maximizing the the environmental benefits of how we of how we unlock and and get back into uh, into action i mean that might be wishful thinking um, but it's um, it 's certainly again a reflection of um, uh, of what, what what our what our what our customers will will be thinking once we 're be beyond the next few weeks so I think this is a it, you know, it was there before, and it's not going to go go away afterwards as a as a kind of um, pain point, interest point, passion point for for customers.
2: Anything to add on that one, Andy? No, I, I think it, it, it's. I, I hadn't. Have, I, I didn't know about that until you guys it, it showed me. <laughs> really, really interesting. I think mm. that we talk about in terms of understanding more about your audience and what engages and what inspires and what kind of things Is a, you know, talk about big, huge transformational products and, and really trying to create products that engage with, with your consumers. That's a fine example of, you know, tapping into what is really important to people mm. uh, and then trying and kind of, uh, not exploiting, but exploring that and, and, and kind of creating new, new innovative ideas that overlay these two things um, to create, what I think is an incredible um, kind of product and offering. and so I think that gets back to everything that you always tell us, Becca, in terms of, you know, delving right deep down into your audience and your consumers, understanding what, mm-hmm. what drives them and then working from that because yeah. you'll, you'll surface ideas which, are, which come back and are as innovative and, and going to be as powerful and meaningful as things like that, I think.
1: Yeah,
0: absolutely absolutely right
2: okay well I think that that, that kind of brings us to
0: uh, what we wanted to cover so uh, just a kind of a bit of a just a recap it was uh, you know it was really about being uh, being super helpful and mindful of the detail talk to people use channels like email um how can we add services and help people through evolutions in their business or, or how they're going about things um let's consider this whole world of money, well-being, money, wellness, and how can we take, um, the, 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 the mental stress away from our customers. Um, uh, we can all learn lessons from insurance being the innovators at the moment, and um, you know how, how, how can we, how can we look at brands like Lemonade and Waggle and 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 uh, you know the, these these guys have, have innovated quickly, and it's really about how they're going to market um, and and slightly you know changes in their, their product modelling, but based on things that consumers are getting used to. And then finally, this thing about, you know, how, what's it, how, how do you take your, your responsibility uh, more seriously? And I think even things like carbon, it can feel like a very distant thing, but mm. we live in a data driven world now. So to to actually start um, allocating carbon, offsetting and carbon targets around the purchases that we make is certainly not the realm of, sci-fi anymore so um so thank you uh, very much uh becca and uh andy and um thank you to all the attendees for dropping in today and um look out for upcoming uh webinars from us and uh hope you all have uh, uh, a good weekend and stay safe thank you thanks guys thank you bye bye